like the whole entire time during the gubernatorial race in New York State, I never got one single flyer from Kathy Hochul, not one. <clears throat> and all of a sudden, the budget's coming up, getting ready to pass, and I've gotten like three flyers from her in the last week. And all of a sudden, all of these commercials all over. And I'm like, this is for the budget passing. And like, all of a sudden, you're overwhelming me with correspondence. Like, why were you not reaching out to me during the election? How about I don't get anything from her at all? And we've seen these commercials and she, what she's trying to do with healthcare, And it's just like, I wasn't surprised. My mom was like, you were right. This is mm -hmm. why Jay Jacobs should have left Tish James alone. People lumping in, you know, other factors. They, okay, yeah, people don't like the mayor. That's fine. Fine and dandy. But the mayor didn't have nothing to do why we lost the race. It was Jay Jacobs. Welcome to the weekly show about art, politics, and pop culture from a phenomenally female perspective. I'm Sarah. I'm Shantae. I'm Eliane, and this is Unapologetically She. Hey everyone, welcome to another episode of Unapologetically She. We are on episode 38, season two, episode 22. Wow. <laughs> oh, and just to clear something up, I meant to do it like a couple weeks ago. Debbie Stabenow is actually not running for re-election. Uh, so Alyssa Slocken launched her campaign, but still, I am not team Alyssa Slocken. So whoever runs against her as a Democrat, I hope you the shit. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> so that's how we're going to kick off this episode. <laughs> what have you been up to? I just been up to living and maintaining, just trying to do my best to hold head above water, you know, making ends trying to make ends meet, stretch out ends meet, and school, and um, doing some other side work and trying to look for work at the same time. So looking for a job is a job on its own, so it's tough. So what about you, mom? Ooh, just same, just trying to make it through. <laughs> it's, I'm tired. I'm so tired. Um, I've got I've got Dina's IEP meeting this coming week for services to see where they're where they might want to go with her next year, next school year. And I've got her dentist appointment I've got to do next week. And we're in budget season for the state legislature. They're finalizing the state budget 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 for the year. So it's going to be late nights every night all week. So yeah, I'm exhausted just thinking about it. <laughs> Listen, you got a lot going on because you got to stay late at work 
and then you got Dina, you got a meeting with Dina School about her ERP to make sure they don't try to remove those services. Then you mm-hmm. got her dentist appointment, and then it's just a whole bunch of other stuff. Like like I said, I don't know how you do it, but you do it. Yeah, thanks. Thankfully, I am in a I am in a household where both of her parents are present. So all I can say is I'm glad I'm not a single mom because damn. I mean, my mom was a single mom. I know lots of single moms and I know it's a struggle. So seriously, I am fortunate that there's the support from another from another parent in the house. So hats off to single parents for real. Cause I'm about to lose my mind being married. <laughs> so, <laughs> so our drink of the week this week because I am too damn exhausted to drink alcohol right now. It's just only gonna make me more tired. So this week's drink of the week is gonna be your choice. I'm sipping on water and coffee. I have my orange juice right here. Cause See? I have to drink more orange juice. See? I'm just, I'm trying to keep my hydration up. So I gotta just nothing but water and coffee today. You know, so. You got burning questions for us, ma'am. Yes. So I, you know, I, you know, we talked about the sneakers, the choice of sneakers, right? Mm-hmm. So with the summer coming up, well, no, let's like, let's not think far ahead. With Easter coming up, there's colors and everything. So you think of any pastel colors, would it be? let's say what would you wear a pastel suit or a pastel dress suit i like my pantsuits i mean i love my dresses i love my skirts i would but i would wear a suit and i actually have on one of my lists for clothes a pastel pink pantsuit i can see that with a nice shoe yep i got some nice shoes heels at that yep and I've got like, I've got, they're not pastel, but they're bright pink. I've got bright pink heels. Of course, I've got black. I've got gray. You know, I've got different colored ones, but yeah. With the suit? Mm-hmm. Or I, could do, or I could do black. I could do the black heels with the, past, with the pink pastel suit and one of my fascinators. Maybe my gray ones. Depends on the day and what I'm feeling. I can see the pink shoes better. Yeah. Shoes better. Yeah. The, the bright pink ones. Yup. What about you? It will be a pastel dress, of course. Um, I do look good in dressing. I do look good in pants, don't get me wrong, but I do dresses very well and skirts mm-hmm. very well. So I do a pastel dress. Uh, probably like a, if not like a soft pink, I would definitely do like a, like a, like a blue, like a pastel blue or a pastel green. Those are my mm-hmm. colors with a cream shoe. I'll do like a cream shoe with some, if not coffee stockings, maybe like a close to nude mm-hmm. or the other um, color of stockings. It won't be black and it won't be white. I know for sure. And of course I have my braids and I probably will have my hair up and I will wear um, like, a, like a pastel purse. Mm-hmm that go with a shoe like a like you know to go with my shoes like a like or like a tan color purse um 
because I have a lot of purses in my closet. My closet is crazy. I'm trying to get that organized. And so I don't know if you saw my closet before, Sarah, but you would be like, God damn yep. it. That's a lot of clothes. And I have closets of skirts and dresses in one. So like I will do like a pastel dress or like a floral mm-hmm. pastel kind of dress because Easter's coming up and I'm thinking about going into service on Easter Sunday. Pray for me. Hopefully my <laughs> sister delivers a sermon because that will be interesting and fun. She could preach from Revelations. So that would be great. You will see a lot of dressed up folks for Easter Sunday. Either they're doing brunch or going to service or going to mass or going to um, temple, you know, doing whatever for Easter Sunday or celebrate with their family if they don't go to church. So I know I'm going to be going to service. So it will definitely be a pastel color. Yeah, I will wear for if it's actually on Easter Sunday, then I will be wearing pastel house clothes because we don't I mean, we don't celebrate. We're not anything, you know, so it's. We'll just stay home, wear our pastel house clothes, and watch Dina open her Easter basket. Not going to like the park or anything like with her? Or... It depends on the weather. I forgot you are upstate. <laughs> yeah, we are upstate. We still have snow on the ground up here. Not a lot left, but we still got snow on the ground up here. So yesterday, it was like sleeting. We had snow and rain going yesterday at different points. So who knows what's going to happen on Easter Sunday. So So that's the burning question. Pastel or just what kind of pastel color you wear? You wear a pastel pink suit or pastel suit or pastel dress. It's for the ladies and the men and non-binary people alike. It's for everybody. Exactly. So what do we have for our next segment? So Shot and Chaser, for those who are just tuning in, you know, Shot and Chase is where we deliver our topic and we have other opinions coming from that's our chaser from the other opinions. So according to, you know, we got to keep notes on everything and keep notes. Oh, my God, I got so much messages. Don't know why. So because um, you're popular. I try. I try to be a nice person. <laughs> oh, my God. Is my phone frozen? So, OK. My phone is not. Okay, so the first person up is, of course, Sarah. Why would you choose me? Well, I mean, you can go first. I got no problems with that. Go for it. Well, you go first because you don't want to have to get your your topic together. You was highlighting all the stuff that you were doing. (laughs) Like a teacher. Like a, I have to highlight it with a pink highlighter. You know what? You know what? It's the marketer in me. I got to, you know, keep in track of marketing plans and business plans and advertising plans. I got to write everything down and highlight and stuff. So, yeah. There's nothing wrong with that. (laughs) So my topic this week, um, more, more along the lines of stuff that Elyon would like be paying a lot of attention to because she's an educator and a very good one at that. Um, Texas uh, recently announced the takeover of the largest school district in the state, in Houston. They're taking it over. They're taking over the freaking school district. Um, It's the Houston Independent School District. It's happening later this year. 
Um, but it's proving to be a very, like, correctly proving to be a very controversial decision um, because Texas is following suit with Florida, Tennessee, or Virginia, these other states that are trying to take over curricula for public schools. Um, but it's, they've got legislation on race, parental rights, gender affirming care, you know, all these, all these things where they're trying to erase populations, like certain populations within the state. And now they're, you know, now they're taking over the school. So they're going to pretty much have complete control over what kids are taught in those schools. And it's just part of a larger pattern in Republican and conservative states where they're just completely tanking education. Yeah, it's... Texas and Florida, I'm not surprised. You know, I mean, y'all had the opportunity to elect a Democratic governor. Mm-hmm. Instead, some of y'all chose this guy. And I feel bad for, you know, what tragedies that happen in certain states. But if you keep voting for people that doesn't have your best interest at heart, why should I feel sympathetic for your state? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You know, and it gets me. It's And, and they're going, they're doing this and they're going after one of the most diverse areas in the state of Texas. They're targeting one of the most diverse areas in Texas and Houston. So it's like, you know exactly what they're doing. You know, it's like, this isn't, it's not like it's a secret. It's all right out there in the open. They're telling you exactly what they're planning to do. And it's all of these, you know, and it gets me because these, these people that are, against this as they should be are the same people that turn around and vote for the people that are doing it you know it's it was like after after the massacre at uvalde you had parents in uvalde upset that abbott didn't do anything and that the state legislature didn't do anything but they voted for him like what that's what like my mom was like so pissed like Y'all voted for them. It's like some parts of me feel sympathetic for the children, the mm-hmm, flesh, mm-hmm, the flesh. Mm-hmm. But those adults that continuously vote for them, I have no, I can't. Mm-mm. Nope. Nope. It's like, I got no sympathy, no empathy toward you whatsoever because you brought it on yourself as an adult. You did this. So stop giving them the power. If you don't like what they're doing, then stop voting for them. Y'all gave Governor Hot Wheels the ambition to do all this kind of shit. And you know he looked like he was the slow kid in class. Governor Hot Wheels, you could listen. Mm-hmm. What you got? <clears throat> well, mine is, you know, they said all skin folks are not your kinfolk, right? Mr. Simon Atiba is from Cameroon. Unfortunately, he is, right, supposedly. And who is he? 
he is the White House correspondent for Today's News Africa. Okay. This man had the audacity to go after the White House Black press secretary, the first Black woman, Black woman, openly queer Black woman, because he didn't get called on for months. Because honestly, the reason why he didn't get called on for months, because he's a seat filler. And I understand, you know, we should not be bypassing the black White House correspondents, but they're black White House correspondents that get fucking called on. He's a seat filler. He doesn't, he's not even like listed in like the area of White House correspondent, nothing. He's not even on their roster. Exactly. Not even on a roster. Wow. Which is crazy. But this man is a closeted Trumper. Not closeted. He's an openly Trumper. He's a right winger. A whole right winger. So I did a video on him, right? This man, this man had the audacity to go after me. Keep in mind, I was very nice. I was very nice to this man. I, I, I didn't insult him. I didn't disrespect him. I kept it a buck. I kept it real. And um, let me find, here we go. So I'm going to read it to you. Brutal attack against my followers. Black woman at Shantizi attacks me and my followers. Release a video saying I apparently have an issue with black women. Because you do. Says I went after a black woman, Whoopi Gobert, because he did, when she, when actually a white woman, Joy Behar, attacked me. She did say I felt powerful attacking Whoopi because he did. Saying I get support from white supremacists and MAGA Republicans concludes that I should stop running to white supremacists, white supremacists who will not protect me in the long run because you do that, try to get white validation. I have no issue with white, black, brown women. Your reaction. So he sent his little followers to attack me. So, I mean, you know, I shook the table. I shook the table. I was right the whole time. He's trying to seek white validation. If you're going on Tucker Carlson because you're mad that you don't get called on, why should I have sympathy for you? If you're running to white ring radio show host that Dana um, Lobosh chick, whatever her name is, why should I have sympathy for you? If you're going after our vice, our vice president, which he did today because our vice president is in West Africa, she's in Ghana, why should I have sympathy for you? Because he did went after Whippy. Sonny actually felt bad for him and sided with him for not getting called on until he decided to disrespect Sonny and put her face over a white woman's body. Is Sonny going to take that back? Like, I wouldn't. I would not say nothing good. <clears throat> so he is what Joyce said he is. He's not a serious journalist. No. No. And I mean, I, I, I can't speak to anything on that because I am a white woman. So it is not for me to say whether a person of color, black person, whomever is seeking white adjacency because that's not, that is not my lane. 
But the man does have rampant misogynoir. Like he has in everything like he does not like black women. He does not like black women. He doesn't. He doesn't. Like, why would you go after? Whoopi just repeated what the headline says because the Griot went after him. That's a black paper. And the Daily News went after you. And the Daily News is a white paper. They went after you because you were being combative. You was embarrassing yourself in front of the uh, Ted uh, Lasso um, cast. Mm. They were looking at you like you were fucking crazy. And they were talking about mental health because that's the shit that's going on in, in, in our... In our um, in our country and around the world, and this motherfucker want to be called. I wasn't called done yet. Mm. This is I. I have no sympathy for him, and the fact that he went after me, and I was so nice to him. I said, "Stop seeking white validation." That's all I said because they will not protect you. Because if shit goes down, they will forget about you. Mm. And instead, he came after me and sent his little Karen and Chad followers after me. So the hell with Simon Atiba. If he gets attacked, I'm not protecting him. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Well, I don't know. That guy sounds like he would be a good uh, good segue into our bitch ass and badass of the week because that dude is acting like a bitch ass. For real. So we will give our nominees for bitch ass and badass of the week and... Elian is not with us today, obviously, um, but her nominee for this week's uh, Bitch Ass of the Week is Donald Trump. Uh, your no- nominee is, are you still going with the attackers on Alvin Bragg? I really want to, but because Simon Atiba came after me and came after Black women, it's going to be Simon Atiba. Okay, so we're going to change it to Simon Atiba, and my nominee is Media Pundits. Um, Donald Trump, Elian chose Donald Trump because of him sicking his people on pretty much everyone that doesn't agree with them. Um, where is her message? I'm looking for her message. I should have had this up already, but I have my slides on. We are so disorganized today, y'all. We are so tired. We are literally tired. <laughs> All We're of us are so tired. Through. Yeah, so she nominated Trump for trying to incite his followers. And then you had Simon Atiba for... Going after Black women, including yours truly. Mm-hmm. And I have media pundits because they're trying to walk back what they said before about... Alvin Bragg's case against Donald Trump. They're trying to say, you know, before they were all like, oh yeah, go for it. It's about time. It's about time he's held accountable. Da, 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 da. Now that it's coming close to the time where we think he may actually be indicted. Oh no, this isn't the case to do that with. It's small in comparison to the other cases going on. Now they're backtracking. And looking, for, exactly, and looking for excuses to let him get away with it. This is exactly why I go after them. Like, that's why I go ape shit. 
when it comes to Alvin Bragg. I always believed in Alvin Bragg's case because the reason is because his case was one of the strongest to get an actual criminal indictment. Mm-hmm. This James case is civil, but it can turn criminal. So that's why her and Alvin Bragg is working together. Before mm-hmm. it was her and Cy Vance, but Cy Vance wasn't moving the right. fucking needle. Right. Well, that and Alvin Bragg's case has a statute of limitations on it. It's this May. So if he's going to bring charges, he's got to do it now. That's why this case is important. You know, and that and it predates the other ones. So you're starting at the beginning of these investigations and everything and going from there. So it's like, kind of just need to shut the fuck up. <laughs> and, and, and honorary bitch asses, even though we're not supposed to be doing this, but hey, it's two of us. It is to do something Twitter people because they're the ones that have been tweeting shit like Alvin Bragg let this go. Alvin Bragg did this and Alvin Bragg did that. I'm just like, he didn't let shit go. Those two prosecutors left. They could have left under side vans, but they didn't. And mm-hmm. they went on a podcast and it was interviewed by another do something Twitter person and said a lot of racist shit. So, mm-hmm. I mean, I have no sympathy for those two prosecutors because they can fuck off. Mm-hmm. Alvin Bragg is actually doing something. You have to be meticulous when you charging a case. You have to have all your ducks in a row. You cross your eyes and dot your T's. And that's exactly what the other prosecutors like Fonnie Willis and um, Jack, Jack Smith. Smith are doing. They are making sure that they have a solid case. The legal system and the judicial system take time, y'all. Calm the fuck down. And <laughs> the the AG of New York, her shit, because that civil case can definitely, it, it, it got criminal referrals already. So it's, mm-hmm. it's turning criminal. Mm-hmm. The difference is she can't criminally prosecute under New York executive law, but Alvin yep. Bragg can because the crime happened where? New York County. New York County is Manhattan County. Yep. So recap, our bitch ass of the week nominees are Donald Trump, Simon Atiba, and media media pundits. pundits. Yep. And our nominees for badass of the week are Alvin Bragg, Madam Vice President Kamala Harris, and House Democrats. And we know that you nominated Alvin Bragg, so tell us why. Alvin Bragg is getting that shit done. I knew, I believed in his case since day one. I said, if anybody was going to get Donald Trump first, it would be the state of New York. And that includes Manhattan County. Well, New York County, which is Manhattan. That's the borough that I live in. And I knew this, this DA was going to get him because the last DA had 11 years to get him and missed the opportunity. So now that this DA is the first black DA to get Donald Trump and he's getting all the threats in the world, mm-hmm. which is crazy. And they won't try to come uptown because I think they're still scared to go uptown because he, he lives uptown. But the simple fact is like, there's a lot of guards and like, and police officers at the, at the criminal court, which is down on center street. I'm a little concerned for his safety, which I know he's going to be okay. But He's doing his damn thing. He got Alan Weissenberg to actually talk because he's serving, guess where, in Rackers Island. Mm-hmm. He's lucky they probably didn't beat his ass because, you know, Rackers Island is crazy. Mm-hmm. And Michael Cohen is talking. All them Trump allies, they don't want to serve no time in jail or longer time than possible in jail 
because like you said, it does have statute of limitations because it's by this May. So that's why he's trying to get this criminal um, indictment now. And I, I have a feeling he's, they might get it between, if not tomorrow, Tuesday's always a busy day. Well, they don't, the grand jury doesn't meet on Tuesdays. So, so if they, they don't, might, if they, they don't do it on Monday, they may do it Wednesday. Wednesday. They're going to do it on a, on a, a day that we don't even know. Yeah. Oh, so you got Elvin Bragg, uh, <clears throat> Elion nominated vice president Kamala Harris because she is on a tour of Africa right now. Like you said, she's in Ghana, West Africa, but she's going to be touring Africa and talking to different countries there. And it's awesome because they love her. Anybody that says they don't love Kamala Harris, that the world doesn't like Kamala Harris is full of shit. They do. They love our vice president. Uh, my nominee is House Democrats because they went in swinging this week against Republicans. Uh, Congressman Raskin, um, Eric Swalwell, both going after the GOP and their hypocrisy um, on that stupid oversight committee with like the government weaponization bullshit, like just coming after him, not letting anything slide and putting him in their place and like saying in public on that day is no, this is what you did. This is what you are doing right now and just putting it out there. And then of course, leader Jeffries, Hakeem Jeffries going after Kevin McCarthy and House, uh, House GOP for passing that bullshit education bill. That parents' rights, yeah. uh, rights bill. Yes, such fucking bullshit. And Leader Jeffries just mopped the floor with their asses passing that bill. And if you guys have not seen the footage of that, you need to go look it up because the man gave a sermon. So my nominee is House, House Democrats. So recap, our Badass of the Week nominees are Manhattan DA Alvin Bragg, Vice President Kamala Harris, and House Democrats. And polls will be up on Twitter on Tuesday, as well as on the polling website that we use that will be on our link in our bio on all of our socials. Yeah. So this one... Here it wraps up today. Thank you for tuning in and listening. And I hope you have a blessed week. We will see you soon. Check us out on our socials, our Instagram, Twitter, TikTok, Facebook at the Joyful She. And spotable. And, and spotable. I keep forgetting. Damn it, spotable. And also <laughs> just join our Patreon. It's only five dollars a month. So once again. Thank you, thank you, thank you, and have a good one. Thank you for joining us for another episode of Unapologetically She. I'm Sarah. I'm Shante. I'm Eliane. You can find us on all social media platforms at the T-H-E-E Joyful She. And it's because of listeners like you that we are able to share our thoughts on current events. Please support us on Patreon at the Joyful She. We'll see you online.